Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody. I'm Tommy D, sports director at the Tennessean, and you are? I'm Adam Sparks, Vanderbilt Beat reporter. And Joe Trieste, sports columnist. At the Tennessean, as it all turns out. And uh, this is breaking down the doors where we're breaking down the scores, but we're really not even breaking down the doors in this edition because this is the uh, conference championship game edition uh, of our picks thing uh, that we do every week. Well, we don't pick the conference championship games every week, but we pick the SEC games every week. But we're going to pick all the other games uh, that are deciding conference titles as well. Uh, Why? Because... Vanderbilt isn't playing this week. They're Bare, done. Barely missed out. Darn. They they were so close. Yep. What? If they won seven more conference games. That's right. They would. They probably, were knocking on the door. They would have. They were knocking on the door. That's right. Just six short. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, we are using lines provided by BetMGM.com, and uh, those may have may change after we've recorded this we're recording on a tuesday afternoon so if you see a different line than the one we discussed that means it moved but uh last week i went six and four and i am 70 47 and two against the line for the season although a few of those games had no lines adam five and five 64 53 and two still respectable but five and five last week and gentry you were our big winner last week, seven and three, forty six and thirty four, and you were just trying to tell me how you're uh, you're beating down the door, uh, um, trying to catch up with me. I here. think your percentage is like fifty nine, and I'm like fifty seven. Yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah, I never fifty four. The thing is, I could he could I could win this, and then he could lie to me on the percentages, and I wouldn't know because I'm terrible at math. Um, I removed your ties and just made it the rest. I figure the ties like half a win and half a loss, so mm-hmm. they wash out right. since there's two of them. That's I, the way I would have. I turned it on in the postseason, so here in the bowls, that's where that's why I've been waiting on. That's the great thing is nobody's out of this thing at all because we're going to pick every bowl game and uh, the college fight football playoff championships and all that stuff so there'll be plenty of games we're probably about the halfway point if you count how many bowls there are not quite but uh anyway let's uh let's get going we'll talk about friday's game the lone conference championship game on friday the pac-12 championship game in santa clara california oregon versus utah and the utes are given six and a half points utah is going to win this one big this is the closest to a vandy pick i can get because Utah's offensive coordinator is Andy Ludwig, who was Vanderbilt's offensive coordinator. He made a good move there going from Vandy to Utah. Yeah. And also, I'd kind of like to see Utah make a push toward the playoff because that's that's the closest I feel toward – I mean, I know it's the Pac-12 major conference, but that's the closest to a Cinderella we could we could get. Into the playoffs, I agree with you. Yes. That's probably – Utah unless, wins big. That's maybe a Baylor snuck in, but who wants to see that? Yeah, nobody does. Gentry? I'll be honest, a lot of these teams we're about to pick, I haven't seen play very yeah. much because 
just to be a, we're always at games. Adam is, is as well, and Tommy, you've been a few. When you're at games, you're you ain't watching the other you're, games. You're going to be able to really pay attention to. So, did the best I could with this. I feel like Utah is an improving team, and Oregon is not. They have a good defense too. Utah is good defensively, which wins in the postseason. Yeah, when I think of Utah, I always think of my cousin Vinny with what is a Ute? Is a Ute? That's Ute. right. Yeah. So Fred Wynn, Ute Herman Munster. That's uh, right. Pre- pre- the judge. Life. Uh, oh, there's another line I-, I use a lot of times. I've used this with our. Big boss, Michael Anastasi. Um, and every time I've ever used it on a boss, it works like a charm. It's straight from that movie when they ask you, like, did you do that thing that, that I assigned you to do or t- gave you to do? And I'll look at them in all sincerity and say, you were serious about that? <laughs> that's right. And they fall for it every time. I thought you were going to go with pause attraction. No, no, pause that, attraction. that's a hard one to work on, into. But you were you were serious about that, <laughs> and then you can just see the panic. Like you don't have what I what, what I need that's, that I gave right, you. That I told right. you was so important. Anyway, that's what a Ute is. Um, it's a person from Utah. Saturday we have a slew of championship games uh, starting the morning and ending in the evening. Uh, we'll begin our pick parade here with the Big Twelve Championship in Arlington, Texas, at Jerry World Baylor. Is playing Oklahoma, and Oklahoma's laying a big nine and a half points. And um, I'm I'm the odd man out here. I took Baylor because I think they're on fairly even footing with Oklahoma. And Oklahoma has not put together a lot of sixty minute games where they put opponents away. Yeah, I flipped a coin on this one. I'm not really certain. I went Oklahoma. I'm just judging that it's going to be a massively high scoring game, and Oklahoma will get two scores up. Oklahoma came back to to beat Baylor at Baylor recently, um, so I think on a neutral side, I, I think the second meeting will help the team with more talent, and that's Oklahoma. Yeah, and you know, if I, this had been like a six and a half line, I probably would have taken Oklahoma, but I just thought that was a high number. I'm, I'm getting a quality team that gave them a heck of a game the first time, and I'm getting a bunch of points. So that, Oklahoma's well coached; they get better as the season goes on. That's a fact. Uh, now we go to the one that we're all waiting for, the MAC championship game in Detroit. Miami, not that one, Miami of Ohio, uh, is playing Central Michigan, and Central Michigan, playing in its home state, is giving six and a half points, and I am again the odd man out because I took Miami, uh, which I hear is how they pronounce it up that way. If anybody's uh, really listening to this to hear our take on the MAC championship, then... I, I admire your, your football enthusiasm, sir. <laughs> First college postseason game I ever covered was Central Michigan. In, Fire chips. In Detroit. Chippewas, right? That's right. In Detroit, 2006 uh, De- uh, Motor City Bowl. Mm-hmm. Motor City Bowl. and Detroit Rock City, yeah. Dan LaFever, Central Michigan quarterback, was on fire that day. Was he? And he may still be there. I'm not sure. I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna say that he is. And if he is... I just read there was a big crowd. How long ago was this? Huh? 2006. Okay, I don't think he's still there. You don't think so? I don't think so. Maybe, Maybe a he's coach. on the staff. Yeah, he may be. Uh, they were really good that day. So I'm going to go MTSU, Michigan. I'm guessing? Yeah, they did. Okay. Was Who Antonio won? Antonio Brown on that team? Oh, boy, I hadn't thought about that. Yeah, he went to Central it might have been, He might not have been the guy that was on fire. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that guy catching all those passes. Talk about it now. Funniest, yeah. funniest thing about that is uh, Christmas morning, it was the day after Christmas, Christmas morning, go to a homeless shelter, and the teams are supposed to bring their three or four best players to serve the homeless. Central Michigan brought Dan Lefevre, their MAC Player of the Year, a first-round pick. There was a D-tackle. and A first-round pick that was an offensive lineman, their best players. MTSU brought three walk-ons I'd never heard of. And I asked Rick Stocksdale why he brought those walk-ons. He said, well, they're local. So they're they're from Detroit, Illinois. 
That's pretty close, actually. He wanted to leave his better players in bed on mm-hmm. Christmas morning. That worked out so, well. Yeah. That's a that's a way to get in the spirit. That's right. So for all those reasons, I'm picking Central Michigan. And I don't have really good reasoning here, except that uh, I kind of like the fact that I'm getting points. So we'll move along to the Sun Belt. Now here's a tilt. Uh, the University of Louisiana, as they would like to be called, Louisiana Ugh. Lafayette to the rest of us, Eula La to some, is playing at App State, Appalachian State, and App State's only a six-and-a-half-point favorite, and I thought that was way low. Yeah, I did too, because Appy this year has been... They're top 25 yes, material. They're a team that can that can beat your team, whoever your team is, and I don't think of Lafayette in the same way. U-L-L, as yeah. I like to call them. Yeah. The uh, the U L L. So as so, I'll take Appy over the Raging Cajuns. I also agree with that. In fact, I think this was uh, something I considered for lock of the week, but I think somebody else had already taken it, so I went with another one. But yeah, I think App State at home. It's a low number, six and a half. Yeah, it's a low number. I don't yeah. know that much about Louisiana Lafayette, but I do know App State's good, and I know I watched them win this game last year uh, because Scott Satterfield was the coach who ended up going to Louisville and. Um, he he left a pretty good team there. You could tell even then. Yeah, and in these games where they don't play at a neutral site, it's it's hard for me to go away from the home team. That's got to be worth something because if if you're at a school like that, uh, a school that's in a conference at that level, you're going to get your best crowd of the year when you're hosting a championship but, game. But Boone's cold too. Yeah, it's that's in, it's yeah. In the mountains and, we, and, and Lafayette, Lafayette not so much. Not a cold place. <laughs> I don't. The, the Cajuns do not travel. Now they they eat well though. Yes, when they at eat home. well at home. That game, they will. Everybody will be because I've covered a number of games at Lafayette. They'll all be on the outside. They never go inside. They cook and they eat on the outside, and then eventually that's somebody, the best there's a, part. There's a game inside if you guys want to go, and they'll say, "Well, hold on, LSU's in the fourth quarter. We'll go in in a minute." I'm tempted to to change my pick because today I had a shrimp po' boy for lunch and gumbo. That, that's reason, but it enough, really wasn't like. wasn't Lafayette level. I don't. Okay, think. I've heard they treat you really, really well when they when they host you, though. Yes, they do. Except inside the stadium where they don't go. Where they don't go. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Conference USA Championship, uh, UAB at Florida Atlantic. Uh, Florida Atlantic given a seven, giving seven and a half points. Uh, UAB, I think, went down to the last weekend of the regular season to clinch whatever division it is in that conference. And I'll, I'll be honest, Florida Atlantic, I, I nicknamed them Florida Pathetic. Not not terribly That's not many. Nice. That's it was it was a few years ago. Florida Intramural um, <clears throat> International. Um, those are my nicknames that I go with, but they got Lane and UAB doesn't. Yep. I do think UAB has a really good coach, but I think you can recruit better in Florida getting leftovers than you can in Birmingham. So I'm giving the seven and a half. I've covered a couple of games in that stadium where that, where this would be at FAU. There are palm trees around it. That's the barriers around it where the, uh, where the parking lot is, and you can see the ocean. You can see the beach from the press box. I would stay in the parking lot. Forget Lafayette. I would stay in the parking lot just there. to be near that's the right. beach. That's right. They, uh, normally, I would say I would pick against FAU because of Kiffin, because Kiffin is going to be courted by other schools. But the fact that Kiffin spends the entire year having fun with that, they're kind of used to it. Yeah. So so that's why I'm going FAU. They're they're an improving team, too. They If you look at their trend this season, FAU, he's really got it rolling. And the times last year they didn't. The year before they were they were similar and they were and they 
won the conference championship pretty easily the last year that kind of went the other way but when he has a team that's playing well this time of year they keep playing well and I you know being at home thought about this one though UAB's a little dangerous here I would like to just see what would happen if Lane got five years in Tallahassee a lot of things would happen some of them wouldn't be reportable I'm guessing that's Um, okay that would be there there's a little bit of the, down there it's it's okay. Yeah, there's a little bit of the fox in the hen house there. Um so there, there's I'm there, surprised his name hadn't come up. There's a lot you get with Lane Kiffin, but you do get a good coach. You get a really good offensive I, coach. I, I think he's proven that. By Why he, not Arkansas for him? I don't know. They already started turning the personnel there to more of a spread look. Mm-hmm. So there's some I mean they're not good, but that's a good point. I mean, there there's some baggage there. I think most people are aware of that Lane has some baggage. Um, he was his end at Alabama was not good when when you get, when your coach says go on get out of here the week a week before the where, national where title was game. His end anywhere good? Yeah, that's a good point. It, it didn't end on a, on a tarmac in Alabama like it did at USC. When he left Tennessee after one season, they were yeah, burning. Yeah, that was actually – well, that's couches. actually – I don't put that on him. That's them being mad that he was leaving. That's what it really comes down I to. Is, Al Davis' press conference with the Raiders is probably the even worse than yeah. anything that happened in Alabama. Yeah. I mean, that was – Yeah, I don't really think what – I don't I don't think he's at fault for a bad ending at Tennessee when he chose to leave for a better job and some students burned couches. Didn't I think the well, students though. are the ones who yeah. should be accountable. It's a wonderful press conference. It was, if you ever find that on that YouTube, that's a weird deal. It's really it's like fun they to wanted watch. to watch him twist. Like they were mad, so we're just going to stick you in this classroom, yeah, um, and just let you twist. And he kind of like, okay, guys, what's up? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he didn't really run from it, did he? Hey guys, this is off. This is off camera. That's yeah. what my, that's what my yeah. favorite part. The, the, this is going to be off camera right off the bat. No, it's not. No, air cameras are on. No, it's off camera. Air cameras are on, so it's on camera. Right. Well, anyway, Lane will be in uh, in Florida Atlantic Stadium in Boca Raton. Is that right? Yes. Okay. See, I got that right. All right. Uh, the AAC, American Athletic Conference, which is probably the best of the non-Power 5 conferences. It's produced the best teams most consistently lately. And this is a really good game. It just happens to be a rematch of a game we played last weekend in the exact same stadium. Cincinnati is going to Memphis, and Memphis is given nine and a half, and I think they're good for that and more. I think they they learned everything they needed to learn about Cincinnati last week, which Cincinnati's got a good defense and hung with them for a while, but, man, Memphis's offense is good. And Memphis, I think, won by 10, put up 34 in that game. They'll put up at least that much this time. Uh, they were good to win by 10 last time. They're good to win by at least that. that uh, then that's why that line is nine and a half. Liberty Bowl will be hopping. Yes, Memphis that's, wins this one. That's the coach I think you're going to see. In Florida State or Arkansas or Ole Miss. Arkansas or Ole Miss would make sense, right? Yeah. Ole Miss in particular, just recruiting ground-wise. Yeah. It is Although new. he does have a background in Arkansas. I would say Florida State's the best job open right now. I would think so for until USC. Depending on which Sports Illustrated hired blogger slash reporter right. you believe usc still has a coach so i won't say that one's open so i would agree on florida State. we ought to do that well what si did we ought to do that here i'm gonna report something <laughs> gentry you you get sources to refute that and then tommy you get sources to confirm my original report that gentry no, i'm going a completely refuted. different direction than either oh you're going a third storyline okay <laughs> this is the real one all the bases covered exactly that's right that's right that famously also happened with two reporters from the same outlet in Arkansas when Brett Bioma 
Bioma uh, got hired. And that didn't turn out well either, so we'll see. Mountain West Conference Championship game, Hawaii at Boise State. Boise's given 13 and a half. I honestly don't think, um, if not for what I'm about to bring up, that, that I, I was ready to go Hawaii all the way. But historically, when Hawaii comes to the mainland and plays in cold weather, it's not really good. It doesn't seem to work as much the other way around. I mean, it does some. But, yeah, I'm giving the 13 and a half because I just don't think they'll they'll convert well to the – the blue field and the cold, mainly that's, the cold. That's that's essentially why I picked Boise to to cover the thirteen and a half. The 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 travel for Hawaii, the cold weather, and when the field is blue, it feels colder. I feel like they it's, might look at it and think oh, this looks like the ocean. I think they'll look at it and say this looks like an ice cube. <laughs> Hawaii is a much improved team, by the way. I think it's a, a good mid major team, but I don't think it's good enough to beat Boise in the freezing tundra or whatever. Is it, can tundra be blue? I suppose Tundra can be anything. The last four of these conference championship games, we've all been unanimous on the home team. And I don't think that's a coincidence. I think no. Whoever they've earned the right to host, they're probably going to win the game. And they got the home field. This one's neutral, sort of. SEC championship game in Atlanta, which is kind of near, closer to Georgia than it is LSU. I don't know if anybody knew that. Uh, LSU is given the seven and a half points, but... I don't know that that venue's really been specially kind to to the Bulldogs. That they they it's going to be fifty fifty. The schools get the they'll have more people there because they own the box. You know, uh, Georgia grabs will have a lot. Grads will have a lot of luxury boxes, but they'll it'll be roughly fifty fifty in the stands outside of that. And LSU fans are so much rowdier than Georgia fans. You know that's true. So I don't think it's going to be a home field thing, and that's why I'm taking LSU because I think they're. I think they may be the best team in the country. I think they may be the best team in the country, too. But they peaked, I think, early in terms of, hey, we, we got over Alabama. We're the team. We are the chosen Go team. A&M that. Where Georgia, Georgia has been forgotten. And that's why I think Georgia is going to make this a game. Now, I think LSU is going to win, probably. It wouldn't shock me if Georgia won this game. I, I think LSU is – it's too assured that they're going to win this game. And I'm not sure LSU's played a defense as good as they're about to face in Georgia. I think you're probably right, and I don't think Georgia's played an offense as good as this I, either. I agree with that, but usually in those scenarios, the defense will win out. More often than not. Yeah. Um, I So I like Georgia's defense in this game, and I think the SEC is just going to be committed to getting two in the playoff and making everyone else just miserable about it. <laughs> I think that's, that's just Bye-bye, what's Utah. have to happen. Yeah, I mean, because if Georgia wins this game, I still think LSU will get in, if it's close. Well, who's the closest quarterback that Georgia's seen to a Joe Burrow? Jake Fromm, right in practice? Right? <laughs> Is that the, I mean... Probably a couple of guys who transferred from there that they saw right, last year right. or year before. Yeah, that 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 is a thing. But Eason, seven and a half. If this was if this was, I mean, a little bit different, I would pick it the other way. But I think Georgia will keep this in close. I, li- I like LSU here, so well, that'll be interesting to see. Um, ACC championship game, Atlantic Coast Conference in Charlotte, Virginia against Clemson. Clemson giving twenty eight and a half points. Now Clemson is very close to Charlotte, and I think. Virginia's got a fan base that's pretty ignited because they've done some things this year they hadn't done in a long time. They're not taking over a stadium that's that close to Clemson. I'll just point out how they know what's coming too. How uncompetitive 
or non-competitive is your conference. Four when, touchdowns and a half. Yeah, when you when you have a team that is favored by twenty eight and a half points in your conference championship game, I don't care what it, what the setup is. There was no other conference that we've talked about who had a team that was favored by twenty eight and a half. But even Boise State with Hawaii traveling like around the globe to have to play them in ten degree weather. This is. The ACC championship game is just awful every year. But Dabo yeah. says that's not his fault. That's not his fault. You it's heard not him, his fault. You heard man. him today. He's like, hey, we're we're the best team in the country. No, we just happen to be the in teams in the other division that can't always. I mean, not like there's anybody in his division he could either. I mean, Florida State's down, and Louisville is kind of they've had their moments the last couple of years. But in that other division, I think Miami's they, still hadn't. I think every team in that other division has made at least one of these. Yeah, right. I think every team in. I think it's seven teams in seven years, different teams. Yeah, no, you blame Miami, Georgia It's Tech. like these teams take turns. Like, I played Clemson already That's in a right. championship game. It's your turn. I don't want to do it again. It's not Clemson's fault. It's just it's just weak. It's just it's, it's, <laughs> they do better other kinds oh, of Oh, I can division. tell you exactly how this works. I'll give you, I won't give you 28 and a half points, but I'll take Virginia versus Clemson in basketball. Where they'll get their revenge, I'm sure, sure in January. Yeah, but I'm, yeah. yeah, I'm taking Virginia because I just think that's too many points. Now I think Clemson will have some incentive to want to, want to um, run up things and and say, hey, look at us because they got to worry about their seed and all this. And I don't, I mean, unless they lose, they're in the they're in the playoff. But I think they'll want to show out a little bit. But I still think Virginia is good enough to cover on the back end. Yeah, that. that's why I. Flipped my original pick back to Clemson because I think uh, Dabo's playing the victim card. You guys don't believe in us. Well, watch this. You don't believe in us, but we're going about to put up fifty on Virginia, and that's why I think I think as, they'll as if that's number. going to make anyone believe. It. <laughs> that's, that's right. It's it's not, but that's what you don't think. Game, you don't think I'm tough? Watch me beat up this twelve right. year old. That's right. Yeah, that's right. You tell, after I beat this kid <laughs> up, you tell me how tough I am. This I, is a this is a forty nine to seventeen game. I took Virginia because that the, because big the spread's so high. But I and this game consistently has been at least somewhat respectable for about the first half. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Virginia gets like 14 on the board somehow, and that's enough to cover, but we'll see. Virginia's not a No, they've team. actually played fairly well this year, and they've done some things. So I think they're within four touchdowns. But that the fact that that even comes up in your conference – I'm sorry, it's just – So we're down to our last, our last championship game. <laughs> Calm down. Big Ten championship game in Indianapolis at Lucas Oil – is it Stadium or Field? Stadium. Um, which is a monstrosity, for, as, as you can see from across town, because there's nothing else in Indy to the see. Barn. A, yeah, barn. it looks there, like a barn. Two days ago, that's where they have the combine. So it's actually well, a cool stadium. I like that. Yeah, stadium. it is. I've never been inside it, but I've seen it from the outside. And like I said, you can see it from anywhere around Indy because it's flat and there's nothing else there. Uh, Ohio State is not giving twenty eight and a half, but is giving fifteen and a half versus Wisconsin, and I think the. I think that's not nearly enough. I think this one's going to end up closer to twenty-eight and a half. Um, so I am I am taking Ohio State and giving all those points. Every time I picked Ohio State to cover a blowout, they have. So I'll do it again. Ohio State wins. Except for big. once when you had them as your pick of the week. Oh yeah, that's right. Who was but, that again? No, but I've been pick of the terrible. week. I think Rutgers three times. Rutgers covered the yeah. yeah. Eventually, I've stopped working. Yeah, it, eventually but. it did. But I'm going to go you back. Ran to out them. of conference USA games that's to right. pick. Wisconsin will collapse. Ohio State will put up about 58 in this game. I think Wisconsin gets real close here, and I. I 
Ohio State might still win, but this is the game that I think everybody's going to be talking about the next day because I think Ohio State's going to get pushed real very real close here by Wisconsin. Wisconsin had a really good win over Minnesota last last time. They've already played Ohio State once, so they've seen it. They're the kind of team that Ohio State's – didn't Ohio State mess things up for Wisconsin last year or the year before? I think it was the year before. Yeah, I think, yeah they did one of those years. And I think Ohio State gets by it. But 15, and Wisconsin kind of messed them up in losing, but Ohio State not looking good on the game where the, the field started falling apart and everything. You remember that? Like they had to bring out a vacuum cleaner to get pellets off them, try to nail back down. Like a guy ended up under the turf. But I, I, I do remember that. Yeah, that was odd. Which which, rem- which, <laughs> yeah. I, which reminds me, do these teams not play in this game every year? Have the, has there any ever been a combination that wasn't Ohio State versus Wisconsin since they've had a championship game? I'm just saying. I can't remember one. And then you've got SEC people on the sidelines, and neither one of those teams would be in our championship game, right? <laughs> Which some years is correct. But they're in their own every year, so why would they want to be? <laughs> that's right, that's right. But this is the game I think Ohio State gets pushed. Every team, if you have an undefeated season, you're going to have a game you get pushed, and they really haven't had that yet. I I think they win, but I think they'll win on a controversial call or just something like that. I But 15 and a half is way too much. I like Wisconsin quite a bit here. Yeah, and there's also the was did, did getting rid of Urban Meyer make any difference as far as they haven't had a drop-off, but they also haven't had that that hiccup in the middle that he always had somewhere. Well, and you can't say they hadn't played anybody either. Michigan no, was supposed to yeah. get a better game than oh, they did. But no, but it was always some unranked team that, That's true. you know, they, they wander into, I don't know, some cornfield somewhere and get beat. And you're and they don't just get beat by one off of yeah, it's Purdue really cold. Did it last year. Yeah, I mean, it's like 28 points or something. Yeah. It's like, how does that – how do you not show up that bad? Uh, anyway, maybe they won't show up for this. Maybe and if you're they right. win this, I think they're the one seed. In the and if they win it handily, now if they win this thing in like you're, you're describing, um, and you know win it by four, I think if LSU beats Georgia, LSU's number one. Yeah. So our picks of the week—that's going to uh, matter, by the way, because that four seed could be Utah. Yeah, I would take the one over being the two-three game myself. Yes, that's actually you get a, a lot Clemson versus you get a Clemson versus an LSU, maybe a Georgia, maybe a. Ohio State, that's a pretty interesting game. I mean, who would you rather play, Clemson or Utah? Yeah, exactly. So, speaking of Utah, Adam, pick of the week. Yeah, Utah, six-and-a-half-point favorite. Andy Ludwig, defense. That's that's enough. (laughs) I thought you said he was the offensive coordinator. And defense. Oh, okay. They're good at defense. Andy Ludwig. That's right. He's a very, very talented guy. (laughs) Bargain, too. That's right. Utah. Yeah, I'll take Utah my pick of the week. Yeah, and uh, I'm taking Appalachian State at home, giving six and a half points against La La against Lafayette, and I just don't think that's going to be even that. I think that's probably an easy double-digit win. I always get my picks of the week wrong, as we've just yeah, discussed we already, that. so people could probably disregard this. Go with the rest of my picks, but not this one. Yep. I, I took Oklahoma at uh, giving the nine and a half against Baylor. I just don't buy Baylor, and I think Oklahoma can beat him pretty bad in the second meeting. Yeah, and since we, we are discussing this with your picks of the weeks, I've decided that if if there's a tie at the end of all this, picks of the week is going to be the tiebreaker. So that's, yeah, but I missed the first couple of weeks, so it's going to come down to percentage points. Anyway. Yeah, but if it was exactly tied, I'll say we'll go up to three three digits on the percentages. If they're still tied there, then we go to the. If I win the NFL and college, is that like two? Yeah, it's a whole whole different two whole different different group of people. 
Well, that does it for this edition of Breaking Down the Doors. We hope you'll subscribe to Tennessean.com if you haven't already. And remember to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, or wherever it is you get your podcast. You can drop us a review and a rating while you're at it and tell us how bad we are at picking games. Believe me, we know. Against the line, anyway. Um, For Adam and for Gentry, I'm Tommy Dees, and we'll be back to do this for the Bowls.